Oh, hey, Cheeky. What's going on? What's she doing? I... I just watched my brother and the love of my life die right in front of me. Oh, I... I'm sorry. I'm gonna go sing some karaoke uh, about uh, it and do some uh, RC cars. You wanna come with me? Uh, uh, what? Yeah! Uh, uh, Let's go! Okay. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's fine. If it makes you feel better, I can do that. Yeah, I will beat my high score. <gasps> what is going on? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Hyperfixation where my friends come onto our show and tell me about things that excite them for 30 to 45 minutes or more so I can acquire an approximate knowledge of many things. My name is Roma. I use the they and them pronouns. And today we are joined by the one, the only, the beloved, the respecter of Dunsparce, Jakey. How dare you bring my deceased <laughs> child into this on the day of his murder? Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Uh, hello, everybody. I am. Uh, I am Jakey. Did you, wait? Did we hear your pronouns? We I think we oh, heard your pronouns. I'm I'm Jakey. I'm a them him. Them him. It, it's it's funner to rhyme. It's funner to rhyme. No no gender's a crime. <sighs> Yeah, there we go. I like it. There we go. Um, so shaky. Uh, I mean, I think we are dating ourselves by mentioning the very recent alleged murder of Dunsparce. Uh, but the past Moon Carnival was absolutely incredible. It was amazing. They smashed through like the the expected goals, hit everything, and uh, Hyperdy was fantastic. Oh, thank you, Kingdom. Kingdom, that was all Kingdom. That was all him. That was all him. It was he so killed good. it. I loved it. It was wonderful. Um, definitely have plans to make Kingdom do more things in the future. Uh, <laughs> Kingdom, <laughs> you did a good job, and I have to do it again. <laughs> You're getting promoted. Promoted. <laughs> but yes, uh, oh my, I, I'm sort of shocked that I remembered more than I thought I would remember, but also absolutely shocked at how much I did. I did not remember. Um, like who was the first baby girl? I really thought it was our our boy Nines. I really did. Honestly, I straight forgot that Kelsier was baby girl. It makes sense, and he totally is. I just kind of yeah. forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like he's like he's like mother almost. Like he's still baby girl, but like pushing mother status, right? But yes. So if you know, in case you haven't been to a hyperfixation episode before. Jakey is one of the co-hosts on this podcast, and Jakey has also been on every season, beginning with the Cosmere series on the very second episode. Tony got first episode, and then the season after that, we talked about, yeah, this is the third season. I was like, are we four seasons in or three <laughs> seasons in? And then we talked about Animorphs, and today we're talking about something that you've been frequently texting me about and i've been very excited to hear your complete thought pro- your th- your complete synopsis on it all um but that is the yakuza series am i correct 
You are correct. Um, and this is a, a burgeoning new hyperfixation for me. Um, it is not something that I've like been into for a super long time, like the other two things. Um, I really just started playing them within the last like three or four months, and they have just consumed every ounce of my brain. I love getting the text updates of something that's happening. And I start popping off wherever I'm at. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just sitting there texting, texting Romy like, uh, holy shit. They, the, the boyfriends, they got They looked at each other and it was like, ooh. <gasps> I, I fucking love that kind of gay shit, man. Oh, but absolutely. I, I'll, I'll eat it up. I, I just I, immediately into the nostrils, snorting it up. I love I love that gay <laughs> shit. Um. But yes, so uh, like you said, this hyperfixation started within the past three or four months. Um, yeah. What what led you down this path? What was the first step you took? Like what what occurred? What was the inciting incident, if you will? Um, really, what got it on my radar was um, I am a huge fan of the the Pot of Greed uh, podcast, um, and a lot of times in their like. Uh, gaming section they do um you know originally it was queen of games get your game on um they would talk about the yakuza series a lot um they sounded just absolutely wild just listening to them talk about it um one of the hosts from that show actually does another show as well called kamurochu radio which is kind of like a a recap podcast for the games um and i hadn't listened to that because i was like well i want to play these games first Mm mm-hmm but I just never got around to it until like, you know, like a few months ago, I was looking at the uh, games I owned on PlayStation and I realized that like I had purchased all of them at one point or another. Like just all- happenstance, they just been slowly for like Avengers. Uh, What's the word? Assemble in your <laughs> on my <fucking> PlayStation <laughs> store. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I had listened to the the people from uh, Pot of Greed talk about it. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll buy these games. And like I bought uh, Yakuza Zero and then I saw that some of them were on sale. So I bought a bunch from then. Um, and then one of them was like included with PlayStation Plus. So I got that for free. And, um, so, yeah, I had. Z- like. I think there's eight games in the mainline series now. Um, there's seven and then the prequel. Um, and so I, I had them all on PlayStation. I was like, why haven't I played these yet? There is eight main of them and two remakes. Yeah. So, um, there's Yakuza one through six. Um, then there's Yakuza zero, which is the, the prequel. Mm -hmm. Uh, then there's like a dragon, um, which would kind of technically be Yakuza seven. Um, and then there were remakes of the first two games. So they're called Yakuza Kiwami and Yakuza Kiwami 2. Okay. Um, they're all, everything available on PS5. It's very accessible. Um, yes. Um, which I, I love. I was, uh, and I'll preface this with, I, I have also been like hearing, I've heard nothing, but I have not heard a single negative thing about the yakuza games not once no no one has anything bad to say always just beautiful things and i've been 
I've sat next to a great deal of people who have played the Yakuza games. Like I've seen a good chunk of like a dragon, but never enough to like know what the plot is. I just know at some point you get to beat the shit out of somebody with a with a with a Hitachi wand, and I thought that was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> but um, what do you call it? But I do know that there's you know it's it's not only there's a lot of serious tones, but also the game doesn't really take itself seriously, which I really appreciate as like a bystander who doesn't really know what's going on. Oh yeah. Um, this is a uh, tonal whiplash, the series, the franchise. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm very excited to, to dig into this and like hear your journey and perspective on jumping into these games. Um, as like, I don't want to say as late as you did, but you know, you, you weren't there as a day one person, you weren't there, you know, a couple years ago or whatever. This is a first time playthrough here in the year of our Lord, 2023. Um, and I am just ex- super excited to hear it from your perspective. Uh, aside from the fact that you are my bestie, uh-huh. um, you, I like how your brain works. I like how you appreciate media. So this is going to just be like, a wonderful experience on my part <laughs> <laughs> and for the listeners as well oh my goodness um so did you get to play all eight of the main mainline games so that i want i do want to preface the episode with uh saying that so far i've only played zero and the two kiwami like remakes okay um so i'm, I'm about to start yakuza 3 but like this series has just given me the brain rot and i had to I had to expel it because I had to talk about it. Yeah. I remember when you sent me that message and I was just like, yes, put it on the calendar right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other questions before I just like let you loose and let you go ham. Um, No, I want to hear it now. I'm going to get that timer out. The timer that never matters. I'll (laughs) Oh, the timer was still going from the last episode. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, are you ready, Jakey? I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, go. All right. So uh, the Yakuza series, um, originally in Japan, called Like a Dragon. The whole series is called that. Um, so that's why I was saying like the one that we know as Like a Dragon is kind of like Yakuza Seven because there mm-hmm. it is just like Dragon Seven. Um, but it is a series of like crime drama um, type action adventure mysteries, kind of um, based around like Yakuza crime families in Japan. Um, for the most part, you play as this guy named uh, Hiryu Kazuma. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is. Sometimes a member of the Akaza, sometimes he is reformed and separated from them. Um, we'll go through that when I like talk about the uh, the plots of the three that I've played. But uh, yeah, it is a game that like I think they've been coming out since the PlayStation Two is when the first one came out. Um, yeah, two thousand five is when the original Like a Dragon came out, and it has just. Like I said, eight mainline games. There are um, the two remakes. There's a spinoff series called Judgment. There is um, there was like a House of the Dead crossover game. Um, 
which it was just a Yakuza game that was also a zombie light rail shooter. Oh, um, there's wait, zombies are canon in the Yakuza franchise. It was a non-canon game. OK, but... OK, OK. <laughs> it's like, um, I'm, I'm fine with this. <laughs> this is wild. There's also a game called uh, Like Dragon Ishin, which is kind of like. The. Is it's kind of the same, almost the same controls, and they reuse a lot of like the same character models, but it's placed in like samurai times. So samurai, what? Wait, is is I mean the yakuza? I feel like are a fairly modern yeah, organization. So, so Ishin is kind of like it's it's kind of a spinoff, um, kind of just made by the same company, but using a lot of the same elements. Um, but it, it's technically considered part of the series. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said earlier, I have played Yakuza Zero, uh, Yakuza Kiwami, and Kiwami Two. Uh, and that was actually kind of a point of like, uh, not contention, but like concern for me because I, when I play, or when I, when I play a game or get into like a book series or movie series. I'm always the kind of guy who's like, I got to play it in and play it, read it, experience whatever it is in release order. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I got to I got to do the oldest first. because that is the intended order or whatever. But uh, one, those older games just aren't easily available. Yeah. And, and everybody I had talked to was like. You got to play Yakuza Zero first. It's the best one. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is just really really good to have this backstory if you're gonna then play the the remakes yeah and goddamn, it was so good so yakuza zero i guess i'll go ahead and start with the the plot of that um mm-hmm. this is there there are basically two two storylines that kind of cross over at the end um on one hand you are playing as uh here you for like two chapters at a time and then you'll play as series bad boy wild man. He he's the baby girl of the series. <laughs> yes. Uh, Goro Majima. Goro Majima. That he, name sounds so like oh no, sorry. I'm having a moment that ah. <laughs> um he is unhinged and in the best possible way. Um he if it was not for him, I don't know if I would have like stuck to the series so much just because like I instantly just as soon as you first scene with him, I fell in love. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in Majima's story in Yakuza Zero, he is placed in this little tiny town called Sotenbori. Um, he is basically in trouble. And like this town is his prison. He the Yakuza have told him like he's not allowed to um, they're making him run this uh, cabaret club and he's doing really, really well at it. Like he is he's killing it. Um, but everywhere he goes, like he feels eyes on him because he knows that they are they are watching. Him. Um, he's got a very, a very tight leash. And um, eventually one of the like higher up guys comes to him, they're like, Goro, you or they're, they're, they're like Majima. You you can get out of here. All you gotta do is do a job for us. Um we need you to kill this guy. And uh his name's 
Makmura, mm-hmm. and we need you to take him out. And so eventually, like Majima kind of tries to go and like track him down. Um, from the clues that he's gathered, he finds this guy who is running a like massage parlor. Uh, they told him that like he was you know, like this ruthless pimp and like a really bad guy, but he just seems to be like a a doctor working on people's bodies. So he's really confused. Um, but the guy's instantly suspicious of him. They get into a fight and he finds out that this guy is not Makimura. Makimura, his target, is the blind girl who was working reception. Um, and he finds that out because other assassins like break in to try to take her out. Because uh, other people have been contract- contracted to kill her also. Hey, yo. Yeah. So he grabs her. They run off and go hide because he's like, like, I, I don't know what's going on. I was told to go kill a bad person. And this does not seem to be a bad person. This seems to be someone else entirely. Okay. Um, and then over in Kiryu's story, um, it starts off, he is roughing up a guy for money that, you know, he, he's borrowed from, from somebody in the, in the Yakuza and, you know, he's, he hasn't paid him back. Uh, so he goes to rough him up to get the money. And later that day, as he's walking home, um, you know, he gets stopped and someone's like, dude, what, what the hell did you do? You're just supposed to get mon- money from the guy, rough him up a little bit. He's like, that's what I did. No, he's dead. Um, he's dead in the little back alleyway that you killed him in or that you roughed him up in. What? And uh, so like this guy has been shot. And, and in the cutscene, we saw that here you just like punched him and roughed him up a little bit. Yeah, like, um, Ayo. <laughs> so, uh, here you was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm going to figure it out. Um, and he's like, I'm, a, he, he basically forces his way, like forces the oxygen to let him quit. Like, he's like, I'm not going to bring any dishonor to, to you guys by staying around after I killed somebody or after I've be, been accused of killing somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't want to draw any heat towards the family. I'm going to quit. I'm cutting ties with Yakuza. So like chapter one of the game. You're not you're no longer in the in the Yakuza. (laughs) Um, Which kind of becomes a recurring theme, like. At least in the games that I've played. He's never actually in the Yakuza actively during the story. Mm -hmm. Um, But. As he's looking into this and trying to figure out what's going on, he finds out that that little back alleyway abandoned lot that he that the guy got killed in. Um, it's it's referred to, to throughout the game as the empty lot. Um, people are, have been buying up property all over town. Um, the Tojo clan, specifically his Yakuza clan, um, is trying to basically buy all of the little town that he's in and they can't find who owns this little vacant lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
now that somebody has been killed in it, there's a lot of attention on it and it's being harder to for them to get it. Um, and they can't find the owner of it either. And I don't want to go through all of the story stuff um, because then we could be here for the whole, the whole time just talking about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually find out that like the blind girl um, that Majima has, she is, she is the owner of that lot through like inheriting it. Like her grandpa that they lived with died and he left all of his stuff to her. She didn't even know about it. But she's the one who owns that lot, and that is why people are after her. Um, And so Kiryu's whole story, he's trying to find her to, like, protect her kind of near the end. Mm -hmm. And Majima is trying to hide her to protect her. Um, And the two of them, they never actually cross paths in this game. It's kind of cool. They they hear about each other. Um, and you do have a way to like send items back and forth from one like character to another, but they never actually, they never actually meet in this game. Okay. Um, Like, like, uh, wait, but they, they know that each other exists and are, they have the same goals. They don't even really know that. They just know Uh, that like, they just have heard about each other. Okay. Um, and uh you end up fighting like pretty much everybody higher up in the Yakuza um than where you were because they have like you were framed by someone in your own Yakuza who was trying to take you out because they didn't like Kiryu's adopted father and then um but you 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 beat them all up. I, technically he doesn't kill anybody. That's kind of like a, a, a joke. Kazu or Kiryu doesn't kill kill anybody. He just beats the hell out of them, stabs them, uh, shoots them, but he never kills anybody. So he just he beats up everybody until and, t- and so they just stop doing bad things. Um and, and eventually the girl gets away. Um she I think sells the lot to Kiryu so that he can do with it what he will because he doesn't you know he doesn't want to or he wants to buy it to protect her and to help out his adopted father get that land so he can look good in the clan mm-hmm. um and then she actually tries to at one point like give it to the bad guys who are kind of like the final bosses um because she's like i'll give you this if you let me kill your dude who killed my brother and it's just absolutely wild. Yeah. But then, but then like the whole story is very like melodramatic and serious. Right. Yeah. And then there's side quests and sub stories throughout the whole game. And they are some of the goofiest, silliest shit I've ever seen in any video game. Like, uh, there is this guy who's basically running around town in a diaper. Cause he's just so, so horned up. Oh, that, yeah. And he's like the whole time you're talking to him, he's like kind of like humping the air and stuff. And um, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and he's just got this big old grin on his face the whole time. Um, and 
I feel like I'm doing a really bad job describing this, but there's so much stuff in just this game. Oh, I, I like I'm, <laughs> I am familiar with the silliness of the Yakuza series, and I feel like I remember something vaguely similar in a different game where this guy was like going to like a bubble club or whatever, like where yeah. the place is full of bubbles. Um, so I'm not entirely surprised that there's dudes running around being horny in diapers, but it's still just kind of like. But like you said, the tonal whiplash of I just heard a very heart wrenching story of, you know, the, the the premise of the plot. And then we just jump to side quests periodically that are just <laughs> fucking insane. Yeah. And like, so you learn Majima's backstory throughout it. And it was like he he was part of a uh, he and his friend in the Yakuza, they um, they got you know, hired to do a hit earlier and they kind of screwed it up because Majima was like, no, we can't do that. That's we don't kill people. Um, and so it went wrong because he tried to stop the guy. And so for three years, he was basically like chained up in a basement. Um, that's if you if you look at a picture of him, you'll see that he's like got an eye patch. Mm-hmm. Um, he lost his eye like when he was chained up in that basement being tortured everybody thought he was dead yo um and so that's why in this game he's like you know imprisoned to this town um because they finally decided to let him go and uh near the end of the game everything is like just looking bad for him he keeps despite his best efforts you know he's losing things he's he's failing um people taking advantage of him and everything and so he just kind of decides like well, if if you want to treat me like a clown, if you want to just shit on me all the time, then fine. I'll be your clown. I'll be your goofy guy. Mm-hmm. I'll do whatever. And uh, for the rest of the series after that, he is like the Joker to Kiryu's Batman. He oh is just. Oh, my God. In the first game, he's like kind of serious. In the rest of the series, he is like just absolutely everything's goofy everything's a joke i don't take anything seriously but he can also snap back to that serious thing yeah oh Um, man and so i really liked yakuza zero it was really fun but then i got into kiwami and uh so this game takes place um it starts off like seven years later Mm -hmm. uh Kiryu is hanging out in this bar with uh, basically his brother, like uh, his name's Nishiki. They were raised in an orphanage together. Um, And so they're not like technically related, but they're brothers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They joined the the Yakuza together. They've done everything together throughout the first game um, or through Yakuza Zero. uh, Like Nishiki was a huge part of your plot. He, uh, he really, like helped you out um at one point he he tried to basically like mercy kill you because he was like i don't want you to get what they're gonna do to you mm-hmm. so let me just like take you out yeah um and carry you like un is unflinching with him pointing a gun at his head that's so intense ah! yeah <laughs> um but this game takes place like seven years later they're at a bar hanging out with uh a girl that was also like at that orphanage with them, I think. And like, uh, they both kind of have feelings for her. 
Uh, it's her birthday. They're giving her gifts. Um, Kiryu gets called to go do something, and Nishiki and her go, you know, they go out to, you know, do whatever while Kiryu's working. And then uh, Kiryu gets like a, a call or he gets called to where they're at. And when he gets there, he sees like Nishiki is standing over the body of like their boss like his name's dojima he's like they're higher up in the in the yakuza um he he killed this guy yeah and so yeah we find out that like dojima uh his boss was trying to force himself on yumi uh is no. the name of the girl and yeah. so nishiki nishiki killed him okay. um and kiryu's like you go get her out of here. Um, I'll I'll take the fall for this. I'll take the responsibility for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cops show up. They arrest him. Um, you know, he pleads guilty or whatever. He gets sent to prison for 10 years. So 10 years later, the actual game starts. Um, Kiryu's like, well, I'm going to go, uh, you know, I'm going to go check out the, the bar. Like, I'm back in town. I'm going to go back to where I know my friends hang out. Mm-hmm. And outside of there, you get to meet uh, Majima. Hey. They, um, they have like kind of known each other between the, the two games they've, they've met. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the first time like you actually get to see them interact. Yeah. And uh, Majima is like, he's horny for a fight. He's like, oh, Oh, you you've been put in the slammer for 10 years. I oh, mean, I've been itching to, to fucking fight with you again like we used to do. And uh, he's like final boss level strong. Right. So you go to fight him and. Uh, absolutely wipes the floor. with you. Oh, my God. Um, it's it's possible for, for you to beat him, but like you have That's to be absolutely a- cracked at it. Like, yeah, you're, you're supposed to lose. Yeah. Um. And then, like the the plot happens, it is uh, the the plot is kind of about uh, Nishiki is now you know ten years later trying to take over as like the main number one big badass of the Yakuza, um, and along the way he kind of kills or he kind of like uh, betrays Kiryu. He tries to kill like their their father figure, um, like he's full full bad guy now. Mm-hmm. And so Kiryu is like trying to find him, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and along the way, he finds this little girl. And she is what we'll find out later. She is like the daughter of Yumi. She's about like, I think, seven or six years old in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's trying to find her mom um, who has she's been going by a different name. So like, he doesn't know that this is, this is Yumi's kid till later. And you go through the game, like you're taking care of her. You're trying to find Nishiki, trying to find Yumi. But uh, throughout it, there's a system called uh, Majima everywhere where you can literally just run into him on the street and like, he'll, he'll fight you, but he's, he's being weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he's like, I got to get you strong again so that we can have a full on, a full on brawl like um, and then it's called Majima everywhere because you can find him literally anywhere. Like you can go to 
like one of the gas stations and you look at the magazine racks and then he'll like while it shows you looking at the magazines he will like slide up from the window like outside and like he'll just have his hands on the window like looking in at you hey yo and uh, when you walk outside he's like oh you were checking out the pervy mags weren't you <laughs> and Kiryu's like super like straight faced like serious he's always like no that is not what I would be doing that's not what I was looking at <laughs> And Majima's like, no, you were looking at the porny man. And he starts like yelling, like, guys, look, we got a pervert over here. Um, and he's like, well, if you want me to stop, you're going to have to beat me up. And so just like situations like that all over town, he's in, he'll like get in like really silly costumes. Um, and as you like progress through that, like you'll get little like story beats with them. Uh, there's one point where like, uh, Majima's uh, assistant will call you and be like, hey, you need to go over to this cabaret club. There's kind of a disturbance going on. Uh, you get there and they're like, oh, yeah, one of our, I don't know about a disturbance, but one of our girls is actually looking for you. Um, like she was requesting you specifically. And you go to the table and out walks Majima dressed up like in a dress. He's got makeup on. He's got like, he's dressed up like a cabaret club girl and the whole time he is talking to you like this is a date a date and uh here you is like playing along um because he doesn't want to cause a scene or whatever and whenever he acts like it's not a date um majima starts acting like like he's gonna cause a scene so yeah you you just get a scene of them with like majima and drag and here you and they're at a they're at a cavalry club sitting next to each other on the sofa, being all flirty. Oh, my God. And I was like, ah. Ah. Um, I love it. And the only thing that I don't like about Majima Everywhere is because it was added in for the remake. It wasn't part of the original Yakuza. Mm. Um, the story, like, in it, like when you get to the end, there's the end part of that story is kind of unsatisfying just because they can't do anything too big. To like uh mess with like the canon or anything but yeah you just get majima being wild all over town um and there is you get like like mini game like chapters with them as well so like the i mentioned the rc cars earlier uh, as you progress through that he'll walk in eventually and uh he'll want to start a fight with you then and you're like hey man i'm playing this game with his kids like calm down and he's like oh what is this and then he goes absolutely like super try hard super sweaty about it like he falls in love with it too mm-hmm. um and then like to progress any further you've got to build a better car and like um beat him in a few races um, yeah. and he does that with a few other mini games like there's uh there's this one that's essentially like a rock paper scissors fighting game um with ladies in bikinis that are also kind of dressed up as insects what it's it's weird i don't know how to explain that one well what? um it's like uh it's called mesu king uh battle bug beauties mm-hmm. um it is yeah scantily clothed women dressed up as insects battling in a forest um and they come up with like some lore about it about there's like fairies and evil insects are trying to like take over the forest and so you're fighting to but it's very goofy 
but you've got to build a better like it's also kind of a card game mm-hmm. so you got to build a better deck than him and beat him and fights in that to um and he also like goes super try hard on that because he thinks it's cool uh and at one point like in the story stuff where you meet up he uh his like boss is tells him to like go after you and stop you and so you're in this old like hotel kind of thing and he just drives a fucking like big ass like tractor construction vehicle or something through the wall caves in the floor like you fight him in like the collapsed basement of this building it's yeah it's it's wild so you know actually in the uh the the recent fast and furious episode you guys had (laughs) where um when vin diesel is like the uh the road always wins and then he like stomps down and like causes a cave-in on the highway or something yeah there's kind of a thing like that because like in the middle of that fight is when like um you get like a little uh cutscene where you guys are fighting and then there's a a QTE that involves like the floor breaking underneath you and that's when you like collapse into the basement mm-hmm. um and you, you beat him up you get out of there and uh later he's like oh that, he texts you like oh that was fun like you guys text in the game mm-hmm. um at the near the end of the game also like you um are responsible for the death of like his boss in the yakuza and uh he'll text you be like hey man no biggie like i wasn't super loyal to him it was just kind of like that was my guy but you know he's just my boss basically i don't care i I love their like the friendship between them um it seems like almost a one-sided it almost seems like a one-sided friendship like like majima is like this is my best friend and kiryu's like he's fine (laughs) you know he he likes some though. I I honestly like you know those those stoic types when they're not good with their feelings and emotions and right. stuff. Like he he likes it. You know that if if Majima wasn't around, he'd be all like, "Where's my boy?" But <laughs> quietly in his own very curious way. Right. Yeah. Um. So this game ends with uh, Nishiki, your brother, dying. Um. Yumi ends up dying as well. Um, here you kind of like adopts the little girl. And uh, it ends with them basically like leaving town and trying to, uh, you know, live a peaceful life outside of the city away from all the Yakuza and the crime and stuff. But like there's six more games, so <laughs> we got plenty more to go around. Um, and then Yakuza Kiwami 2 takes place like a year later almost exactly to a day a year later each of these games takes place in late december like these three i don't know if the whole series does but these three do so there's lots of like just oddly because of what time on the calendar it takes place it doesn't relate to the story at all there's lots of christmas stuff around like shops will be playing christmas music there's like Christmas trees on rooftops and stuff like it's just because of the time of year it takes place. It's it. They're all Christmas games. I love you, it. You know, actually, 
this makes me feel like because in my brain, you know, I'm like, well, I've been I should play the Yakuza games. You know, there's never I've never heard a bad thing about it. The story seems absolutely buck wild. But now that you mentioned that the first three games all start in December, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> maybe I got to <laughs> wait a couple months and then I can start playing the games. Um, Play it in real time with my time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the next game takes place like a year later. Um, the the new chairman that like Kiryu helped picked out at the end of the last game, he's been murdered and Kiryu is trying to help the clan. They've kind of like called him back in. Um, he's trying to help them like not fall apart. There's a, a rival Yakuza gang called the Omi Alliance that was kind of trying to move in on them. And throughout it, uh, Kiryu's like, you know, we need help and I know who to go to. And like, he goes to find Majima, who has like since retired also from the Yakuza in the year between games. And so like the one guy that Kiryu goes to, he's like, we need somebody badass to help us out. He goes straight to Majima. And we find Majima is like in this. It was it used to be like a, a abandoned park, basically. Um, he's now mm-hmm. running like a construction company. Um, so you see him, he's got like the the stereotypical like yellow hard hat with like the green band around it. And uh he he's like the chairman of Majima Construction. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, no, God. I'm not I'm not in Yakuza stuff anymore. I I'm building buildings. I'm a blue collar man. <laughs> yeah. And like all of his crew um for, like for this are his former like crew in the Yakuza. Um, he made them leave with him. He didn't give them a choice. He told them, like, you're quitting with me. Um, <laughs> and so they're kind of like, we don't really know how to build buildings. We we've just always beat people up. Um, so, like, there, there's just some very funny scenes with that. I love it. I love that so much. I remember. Get, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say with Majima Construction, uh, you get like a mini game where you basically it turns into like a, a real time strategy game. Where you've got to like command troops of um, his construction workers to fight off thugs who are trying to like stop your progress on the construction. It's uh, I was really bad at it. Oh, I feel like it's I feel like it's something that you should do with like a mouse. um, Uh, But is a PlayStation controller. Gotcha. Yeah. So you you get him and um, like the two of them kind of work together through through this game um to stop the omi alliance and kind of figure out what's going on mm-hmm. um and a huge character in this and um is the son of the guy that uh kiryu took the fall for his death in the first game he's grown up now he's an adult because this is a, he's a whole man now yeah um and you're you're working with him to, you know, uh, figure out what's going on. I think like he like his um, mom is like the acting chairman while they find a new chairman. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like got to go pull him out of just like hanging out with street thugs to be like, like, dude, we need you also. And get your head in the game. <laughs> and then throughout the game, uh, Kiryu is like being chased by this uh detective and 
she kind of ends up teaming up with him um, because like she realizes, you know, there's there's something bigger going on than this guy who used to be Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of start to fall in love. No, look at him go. Um, but before anything can happen, the game ends and like she's basically moving to America for better. I don't know, like better detective promotion or something okay. to further her career, basically. Oh, good for her. Um, yeah. And like in this game, any any time that you have like one of those other people like following you around, mm-hmm. they kind of like join your party, quote unquote, even though right. it's not an RPG or anything. Yeah. So like whenever you start a street fight, they'll be there as well. And you can do like special eat attacks where like, you know, you'll attack them and they'll attack them and you'll do like a team attack. Um, okay and then in this game you get like the um a special thing that was added to this remake since this is also a remake mm-hmm. um it's called the majima saga yo um these are it's a short little like three chapter story mode that you unlock like progressively throughout the game mm-hmm. uh where you get to play as majima again and okay. uh, you kind of find out what he was up to between uh, Kiwami and Kiwami 2. Okay. And uh, he's got like a very different fighting style than like he did in Yakuza 0 or um, or like than what Kiryu has. So you got to kind of figure out how to play as him. Um, Like he hits a lot lighter, but he's much faster, and more mobile. Speedy. Yeah. And one thing that you can do in this is like, you, he can make a lot of money really fast um, just through some of the stuff that he has. But since it's like just a little miniature story arc, you, there's nothing really to spend it on. So they came up with a thing that was like, hey, this is so-and-so from the Tojo clan. We are uh, raising money for Kiryu as like, a, as like a present for helping us out with that thing in the last game. And uh, they're like, do you want to donate to it? <laughs> so you can just like basically send Kiryu money um, in the form of gifts. Like uh, you donate money to it and it'll be like, oh, you got a special gold coin when you start playing as Kiryu again or or like a gold statue or a gold gun. Go. Yeah. And uh, I was when I heard about gold statues, my brain immediately shot over to the uh, the goat simulator game gold statues. Oh, yeah. And so uh, that's just my experience with games having gold statues. So I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, and then another like this is a big thing throughout the series um, is like tattoos. Um, oh, yes, because there's that. There's, there's oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Oh, because I, uh, you know, I, I think it's fairly common knowledge that like, you know, with the Yakuza, they or you know, they got the the very elaborate tattoos and that's also like a thing in japan right now where like certain public baths won't let you in if you've got tattoos you know right yeah yeah and so i'm I'm very curious to see how that's incorporated in the yakuza games so um almost every like main character or main villain has one of these super elaborate like tattoos over their whole entire back mm-hmm. um like kiryu's back tattoo is this big dragon um and like because of that he's kind of called like the dragon of dojima 
um also just because he's such a badass like they're like oh he is the dragon like he is absolutely wild oh yeah um majima he has a uh a hanya mask um which, you know is like mm-hmm. a, a, a demon kind of um that's kind of what it looks like and he's also just got like stripes all around like his like up and down his back and on his legs and arms that's cool um and whenever there's a dramatic fight you know these guys are just like grabbing their chest and ripping off their shirt and their jacket um because everybody's in you know fancy suits and stuff yeah yeah, yeah, they just they just one-handed just rip it off and like throw it to the side and you get a dramatic camera shot of their back showing their whole like back tattoo and in in yakuza 2 like the the main like antagonist of the game Mm -hmm. um he is like the dragon of the omi alliance that he's called the dragon of uh hansai i think Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's really got a beef with uh, Kiryu because he wants to be the dragon. It's like this country's not big enough for for two dragons. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> and so like that is a big part of like what sets off their fight is like uh, this guy's kind of wanting to prove that he is the biggest badass. Um, but throughout. Throughout all the games, like whenever you're fighting a big important guy, you're both just like shirts ripped off. Um, and like, like I would not be able to. I could not survive. (laughs) And like Nishki's um tattoo is like of a koi, Mm -hmm. um, which is just like thematic because of like the legend of like the koi that jumps into a waterfall and like becomes a dragon, right? Kind of like, oh, it's cool. Um. And because and so like in the first game, you know, he is, you know, he he's like this kind of weaker, meeker guy, especially like when you get his flashback scenes. Um, and then like now that you're out of prison, he is trying to be the guy. The guy. And so like it's just really thematically relevant to who he is. Look at him go. Yeah, he's like the little t- the little tiny guy who just wants to uh prove that he is the biggest badass of them all the biggest baby girl of them all and i'm not gonna lie uh i bawled like a baby after i finished um kiwami because you know you play through yakuza zero nishiki's a huge part of that like that's how you like where you see them like being brothers and stuff Mm -hmm. um and then like throughout kiwami i uh i got really wrapped up in the story so i didn't do too much of the side stuff except for the majima everywhere Mm -hmm. um so after i beat the game i went to like the um the karaoke bar because that's another huge thing through the series is karaoke like there's it's a like a rhythm mini game yeah and one of the songs i don't even remember the name of the song now but um you pick it and it's just like this really slow sad melancholy song um and throughout the whole thing you are seeing like flashbacks of scenes of them um being you know being brothers being best friends um you see like pictures of them that are kind of like almost like polaroids from like of them hanging out as like even like little kids um and you know Gary's voice actor like sounds really in pain as he's singing and I did this just right after the final boss fight. Like, no. <laughs> um, and like they used 
the cutscenes from Yakuza Zero because now they had that since they didn't have that in the original Yakuza One. Yeah, and I was already feeling emotional just watching that, and I looked up like the lyrics to the song, and it's uh, translated. It's kind of like about like how you hate the way that things turned out, and you wish that like times had been different. Stuff like you're like just really regretful of like the way that life ended up for you and being like Please. you know oh, i wish i could have i wish i could have helped you i wish i could have s- stopped the bad stuff from happening the bad stuff yeah that's so precious and uh, i've i've spoiled myself a little bit on some of the uh the future games because i have a sickness that just makes me spoil myself on everything would you say that you're spoiled hey. <laughs> Um, so I found out that like the, the girl that you, uh, basically adopt, she ends up becoming a much bigger character throughout the, the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, her name is Haruka. Um, like she even becomes like playable in I think maybe five. Oh, Ayo. yeah. Like enough time has passed that she's no longer a little kid. She's like a young adult now. And she's one of the people that you can like. Uh, she's one of the like playable protagonists of the game and in later games like uh yakuza and and or in later games kiryu and haruka go and like reopen the um the orphanage that he grew up in to like raise new kids and she's kind of like starts off as like the older sister to those new kids Mm -hmm. um and then like Eventually, she decides like she's becomes like the manager of the place and like she runs it kind of. Okay. And here you keeps trying to throughout the series keeps trying to get away from the Yakuza keeps trying to get away from like all the the death and pain of of that life and keeps getting pulled back into it. At one point, like you know, he's moved out to like a a small country town. He's a, a taxi driver. Um. And I guess there's like a mini game where you get to drive around as a taxi driver. That's <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited for that. I wonder if it'll ever get updated to being like a rideshare kind of energy, like the like an Uber or something. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't know now because um, with like a dragon, Kiryu's no longer the main protagonist of the series. Mm. Um, I heard that. Like Yakuza Six ends with him like faking his death or something. Hey yo, to like heart like you know try to be like hard out like I'm done. Okay, but he does appear in like a dragon, and I do think he like people have said that in from now on the series is they're abandoning the name Yakuza and they're just like going to be like a dragon here and in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be like a dragon eight is the next game that's going to come out. And I think that he is like one of the main characters of that. I don't know if he's like the playable character. He's, he's going to be central to the plot is what it looks like. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've only played those three games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking a little bit of a break for, for Zelda. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, here's a, it's, you know, Kingdom, Kingdom's crying in this one. Yeah. Poor, poor guy. Poor guy. Um, but. So am I. 
Uh, I just got to to some some cutscenes, and uh, it's a good game too. Oh yeah. I I haven't I haven't built any of the like the giant mechs or any of the wild stuff that I've heard of people making, but yeah, you are a it's good game. You're a Gundam person. You should be making Tears of a Kingdom Gundams. I like watching them. I'm too dumb to make them. Oh. You know, I can't, you know, I can't even help you because I don't even know where to begin. I've never played a Zelda Zelda game. So. I can I can barely make a like a basic truck. You know what? Actually, I'm going to take this moment. If you're listening and you can explain to me the fuck is going on in Legend of Zelda, that would be great. I got someone who might be able to help you out with that. Who? Uh, I'll talk to you about it after. Oh. <laughs> just in case they just in case they don't want to. Oh, true. Fair. Respectable. Yeah. Um. I have a feeling, you know, it's kind of like, hey, I've got a free coupon and you get like body like dog piled. I feel like it's the equivalent. of Oh, doing yeah. That. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like, oh, oh, my goodness. So you so you played the first three games, Zira and uh, I forgot how to pronounce uh, it. Kiwami. Kiwami uh, one and two. Right. Mm-hmm. So and you've got there's seven games out. So you've got four more games. Um, you spoiled spoilt yourself a bit a little bit a little bit so i definitely think that if you're down for it we need to have a part two of yakuza yes yes absolutely and i'll I'll probably be try to be more structured th- that time yeah, but, <laughs> but this show has no structure right <laughs> there's um <laughs> oh i forgot the main reason i brought up the like the taxi thing yes is that um in in the remakes you know they um came out almost after most of the other games that have come out mm-hmm. um they're definitely more much more recent yeah. and so like they were built with the knowledge of the games that are going to come after so they can put stuff in it that's kind of pretending like it's foreshadowing ah um in one of the side stories you're like these random guys on the street come up to you and they're like hey man um we're supposed to be doing like this group interview thing um and the fourth guy did not show up um and they're not going to let us in without four people um you don't even have to do like great but can you just come and be a fourth body for us and answer questions we really want these jobs um you don't have to accept the job or anything and you're like yeah sure but at one point they ask you a question about like you know what kind of job do you see yourself doing in like 10 years or whatever. Yeah. And uh, before you answer, he kind of thinks to himself, or no, one of the possible choices you can choose is, uh, I think I'd really like to drive a cab. Ayo. <laughs> Just like silly stuff like that. Um, or like, you know, I was telling you about uh, uh, Daigo Dojima, the, the guy that was like the kid of the dude you, your brother murdered in the first game. Mm-hmm. In, in Yakuza Zero, uh, they put him in as like a little kid. Like there's a little side story where um, you run into him. And like, it's like, oh, you're you're Mr. Kiryu. You work for my dad. Um, oh, and like you bring him to the arcade and you play with him for a little bit. And it's just like a cute little thing. Aww. It's like a little tiny boy because this is like what now? 18 years before the first game yeah, or, or before the game where he canonically first shows up yeah um so like they do that like with the future games totally in mind and it's 
it's very fun um like one of the one of like Kiryu's like main kind of like sidekick guys almost um in in Yakuza Kiwami um he shows up in Yakuza 0 as like he's this kind of punk kid who you know he's angry at the world and he wants to he he blames uh the Yakuza for something that happened to his parents and so he's trying to like basically just get into random fights with people he thinks are Yakuza on the street. What? You straighten them out. You straighten them out and like be like, hey man, you're gonna get yourself hurt. That is not the move chief. Yeah. He's like, you're a kid, first of all. And second of all, like you're trying to take on like five or six guys whose job is to beat people up. But also these are guys who are not responsible for whatever happened to your parents. Yeah. Oh you know what? The oh and so like you know, 17 years later, when Kiwami takes place, um, he is like now joined the Yakuza and like he's a very valuable person to you. Like he like friend wise and like just useful dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not technically like foreshadowing or, um, you know, hinting at something in the future, but it kind of feels like it if you play it that way. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I. So I have fresh in the noggin the the avatar conversation I had with Kiefer and yeah. the talk about uh I forgot who it was it was Jet and Sokka the whole thing with Jet oh I like, love those guys yeah like we got to kill all the firebenders and it's like not all of them you <laughs> there's <laughs> right, there's yeah. innocent people buddy um, yeah yeah but you know like the, not not every single Yakuza member killed your parents buddy uh maybe you right. should not do that uh <laughs> friend buddy old pal but i do love to see that uh the yakuza put a lot of thought into what the what are what are in the games and uh definitely like touch base and have that awe like that you, you remembered yeah. my buddy my pal that's so good also um this is a a sega you know franchise it's a sega series mm-hmm. um and so you see sega stuff in games nice. um, like you can go to the arcade and they are like sega arcades so you're playing like sega arcade games um in kiwami 2 one of the promotional signs in the sega arcade is like a sonic the hedgehog poster nice <laughs> my um, boy yeah i was like oh, i i love it it's so good. Sonic the Hedgehog's canon in Yakuza. Look at that. Yeah. And like, um, I don't know if it's been this way since the very first game, but um, these games are like so successful for Sega that um, like Like a Dragon is Ryuga Gotoku in, in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And the like developer is Ryuga Gotoku Studio. Like they have their own studio just for this series that's good i love to yeah i love it. it like which makes me just very confident that like they they know they know like just keep these people making these and let them do it how they want to yeah you do what you want we see you you're doing it good job <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard from some people um i don't know if it's accurate but like the the next game that i'm set to play is one that's like one of the less popular ones mm-hmm. but like I just finished playing like three A plus knocked out of the park games that I absolutely loved. So like 
even if this game's like a like a a B minus, I'm still gonna love it. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm absolutely down for that part too. That sounds fantastic. Absolutely, I need it. Um, and I think, and if I if if I've been wrong about anything, um, you know, especially since like I said, it's only been three games. Please, everybody at me in the Discord. <laughs> you know, this is really why I give you that power. N- normally, people are like, if I'm wrong, don't at me. Like, you know, I, I, you know, and then I'm like, I'll protect you. Don't worry. So far, nobody has actually like been upset. As far as I'm aware, nobody's outright said that you know you're wrong and this is bad and been angry about it. So that'd be really buck wild if somebody actually <laughs> did pull out of the woodworks and be like, you were wrong about Yakuza. No, you you are um you you have definitely um we like we have a a very chill, very cool audience community here. Yeah. Everybody's a good bean. I love you guys. All 200 something of you in the hyperfixation station. Oh my goodness. And the listeners who aren't in. If also let me take this moment. If you listen to this podcast and you're not in the in the Discord, we need to fix that. You you tell me right now and I'll fix that for you. Do not fret. Get your booties in here. Get your booties in here. Um, so I was actually just about to pull up like a picture of um, Goro, like when you're on the the date, um, like uh, that I was mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I guess that this um iteration of of Goro is Goro Majima is is so popular that there's a a wiki page on the Yakuza wiki just for Goromi, which is like the character. Uh, or which is like the the alias that he he uses. I love um, to see it. You so should. He's got his it. own. Oh yeah, I'm pulling up uh, some some pictures here real quick. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. Uh, Beautiful. <laughs> I love. I I love especially with the the eye patch. And the you know he keeps his facial hair and the tattoos. I love it. I love this slutty little outfit. Oh yeah, slutty little Goro Majima. I, I love I love Majima so much. Um, I did. Uh, you know I like to do a little Google little look in because if, if having visual aids is really helpful for me. And I'm looking at I looked up Kiryu uh art like fan art. And yeah. it's incredible. I, I see one from a Pinterest and it looks he makes Kiryu look like a like grown up Jotaro Kujo a little bit. Oh, shit. it's probably just that the, their art style as a whole. But I totally <laughs> forgot in my noggin that Kiryu has the red shirt with the white suit. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, one one thing that's kind of cool is like so in Yakuza Zero, like the prequel, right? Um, You. Like go with uh, Nishiki to like the store to get uh, dressed up. Like he, he helps you pick out or he helps you pick out your suit. In that game, you have like this. Uh, it's like a red shirt with like gold chain print on it, um, nice. and just like a stark white suit. And uh, he's like, you know that it looks good, but that's not your look. Uh, like I don't think you got to figure it out quite right. And then uh, after like the whole like story, like in, basically in the epilogue, you see him go to the the store again and get new a new outfit he's like yeah i just want to change things up and it becomes like the the outfit you wear for the rest of the series where it's like the the dark red shirt with like the light gray suit mm-hmm. um it looks it's so good. it's fantastic um but notably i have this particular art pulled up on uh etsy 
I don't have it. It's like in the Google like preview window, so I don't know who made it, but it's a yeah. art of Kiryu and uh, Majima like fighting, but Majima's like kicking him in the throat with a baseball bat, like like ready to be swung, like it's behind his neck, kind of. If that makes sense. Yeah. And there's just dollar bills all over the place, and it just looks so good. But it's titled "The Company You Keep," and I love to see <laughs> it. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Um, oh, and in Yakuza Zero, like the chapters where you play as as Majima, um, you know, a big part of his story is running that like big cabaret club, like the most fancy, popular one in town. Like he's the manager, um, and so when he's at work, he he wears a tux like a full tuxedo nice and so when you're running around as him he just only takes off the tie and like undoes the top button so you're still like in a in a tuxedo the whole game nice it's it's fantastic oh can i mention one more thing yeah absolutely it's it's still about the suit um are you familiar with the game called Helltaker? uh that sounds familiar so I this was one of my previous hyperfixations was the game Helltaker. Um, it's about this guy, and I I you will need to correct me if I'm wrong because it's been a hot minute. But essentially, this guy goes to hell because he wants to have like a harem cafe of some sort where okay. it's ran by uh really like attractive demon girls. So he goes to hell to like hire these women, but he has to solve these puzzles in order to get to them, and you have to answer questions correctly to make them work for you. Oh, you were telling me about this because yes. I think I think of one character in particular came up. So you had been telling me about this before. It's such a it's such a good little game. It's like you could really you could really honestly beat it in like a day or two if you went hard on the paint. But yeah. the main guy, the hell taker, he wears an outfit that looks just like Kiryu's outfit. And so the whole time I was like, am I in the wrong search? <laughs> am I in the right place? <laughs> um, So I just pulled him up. And he is in the on the wiki. He is just wearing a uh, an apron and holding up like a plate of food. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can. Oh, yeah. Huh. I wonder if that's like a, a reference. I, it might be, honestly. Um, or if it's just like, I mean, those are pretty uh, generic colors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really works with that art style. The The demon girls all have white hair with a red shirt and a black jacket. So I don't yeah. know if it's just like a color scheming thing. I don't know what the what the purpose of it is. And maybe it'll become a hyper fixation of episode of fine in the future. But uh, yeah, no. So I just keep seeing like, you know, maybe when Kiryu faked his death, this is my headcanon. Uh, he went to hell to hire demon women <laughs> for a cafe. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, oh, in each of the games, like, uh, you do have like a, a mini game basically where you get to like run a business. Oh, um, that's cool. Like, uh, in Yakuza Zero, uh, Kiryu has like, uh, he part of the game is like all about like real estate because you know, like they're trying trying to buy up the town or whatever. Um, so you become a real estate agent, you can own businesses, um, and they'll like rake in money for you. And there's like a whole story mode with it where you're like, taking down like rival real estate people um and like you can run a cabaret club like smaller ones as uh as goro majima i don't know why i keep saying his full name as majima um and uh 
it's just it's so fun. I remember seeing I think it was in the most recent game, but there was like I don't want to spoil it, but I, I that trend continues if I remember correctly with like the business stuff. And I remember that makes it sense. being very silly. Um, Hell yeah. Gosh, I you know, because I want to it's really wild that the majority of my knowledge of this game series is with the most recent two games and yours is with the <laughs> first three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm I'm not a person that you have to have to worry about spoilers for. I spoil myself all the time. Okay. And I'm cool with it. Well, basically, I'm pretty sure it's like a dragon. I'm pretty sure it's the seventh game. Uh, but it's like almost like Shark Tank a little bit. Oh, okay. But I think it's with a board of directors, and I remember one of them's a chicken, and I remember I think it was. Mm, I don't remember who it was, but whoever was playing the game actively was like, I can't believe that they voted for the chickens plan over mine. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if that comes up again in later games, but in Yakuza Zero, um, one of the like you can hire managers for some of the, like the businesses and the real estate thing. Yeah. And one of them you get is a chicken. OK, so like just an actual chicken. Maybe it's that continued. And not a like, new so thing. It, it, it could just be a trend throughout the series. I love um, to see it. And the way that you get him in that game is so funny. Um, so like you'll you go to there's certain businesses um that you can like when you go there, you'll like kind of start a friendship meter with the uh, the person who runs it or like at least who you interact with. Yeah. Um, and so you go to the bowling alley and Every time you play a game of bowling, your friendship meter goes up with like the person at the desk. Um, and eventually once it gets about like halfway or so, she tells you about uh, they're doing a promotion called uh, like where if you if you bowl a turkey, um, which is basically like in bowling, if you get three strikes in a row. Yeah, um, if you bowl a turkey, then like you win a full like a turkey since like a frozen turkey for for I mean it's around the holiday time so like they're giving out turkeys. Yeah. Um and he's like well that's kind of weird thing for a bowling alley but like I guess if I'm here playing I'll at least let him know. Um and so you have to do that before you can build the um the meter up any further. Yeah. Um and once you do she's like all right cool let me go get it for you. And uh she brings out this chicken and just sits it on the desk. And he's like, that is not a turkey. And it is also still alive. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I don't know. It's yours now. Uh, <laughs> and so you take it and like, it's just one of your options as like a manager. Uh, it never really shows up again outside of like the, the menu for the mini game. Oh, but my God. yeah, it's one of your options as a manager. And he's a really good one too. This is this chicken is very business savvy. Yeah. It's very good. So, I, yeah, I guess I can can confirm. I hope it's the same chicken, but the chicken does continue later on through life. That's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, uh, you know, we just meet Tony and I just got a new place and now we have our mm -hmm. own living room. And mm -hmm. uh, now I can I have my own profile on the PS5. And the Yakuza games at my disposal. Disposal. So we'll keep you updated. I need to find this. Hell chicken. yes, I'm excited. 
Um, oh, and like one of my favorite things of when you're playing as Majima in Yakuza Zero, um, each character has like three or four different fighting styles you can get. Oh, cool. Um, I think the like the fourth one, like you can only get in like the post game. Yeah. Um, but one of Majima's is called Slugger. Um, and it's like a weapon specialist thing, basically. Um, your default mode is like with a, a baseball bat, but any other weapon you equip, he can use like just better. Gets new finishers, get stronger attacks with them. Nice. Um, but just using the default baseball bat is more than enough. He and like he, he doesn't need he, it. He gets so many cool combos with it. Um including one that is just like absolutely broken, especially if you're in a boss fight. Hey, yo. Um, it's called like you can do a combo that like basically ends up with you chaining into a big attack called uh, like baseball nunchucks. What? And yeah, so it just has you like um, after you hit like you know, hit the right buttons, you get into this animation where as long as you keep tapping it uh, for like a good like 10 seconds, maybe you are just like, twirling this baseball bat around in your arms um, in a way that kind of looks like you're doing nunchucks and it like locks the person into place um, does a lot of damage and then like it'll break through their guard if they're guarding that's a lot it's, of damage it's it's so broken and goofy and like I love it I love um, to see it Kiryu gets a, um, a uh, like a fighting style that's like beast style or or beast mode maybe um oh yeah absolutely beast mode. <laughs> yeah he's good he's going beast mode um and it's kind of like your your like stronger um slower fighting style except if you're next to um anything on the ground that could be picked up mm-hmm. um just mid combat instead of like having to stop press the button pick it up and then attacking with it mm-hmm. you'll be like punch punch grab and just like start smashing it into the person that's sick um because one cool thing about the fighting style in these games is that you can just pick up anything off the ground pretty much and use it as a weapon and if you've got like your your special heat meter filled up enough mm-hmm. you've got like a special animation uh for like a super attack with it bruh <laughs> and one of the funnier things for the first two games because the first two games um Zero and Kiwami, mm-hmm. uh, they have the same engine, um, so a lot of the gameplay is pretty much exactly the same. Um, so bicycles, you can pick them up off the ground, and they're all over the place because this isn't a very like car friendly neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so people's bikes are just everywhere, um, and you can grab them, and they are the most OP, broken, strong thing in the game. I uh, you know. Oh my god, I can't imagine. I mean, honestly, and, if I was strong enough to beat the shit out of somebody with a bike, and I had to beat the shit out of somebody, I'd absolutely use a bike. And like, um, it, it, they totally like they're once they got to Yakuza Kiwami two, they fixed it because they realized it was like, oh, this is ridiculous. This is a problem. Like, you got the bike, and it's got like a big swinging attack so you can hit like four or five guys with it at once it does huge damage to each of them that's a lot of damage and each item has like a little um durability number next to it um and but like the bike 
you know, like you hit somebody with it three times and then instead of falling apart, once the number hits zero, like it just kind of breaks a little bit. And so you've got a slightly smaller bike, like the back tires falling off or something. And then you can get another combo off with it. And then like, you've just got like the handlebars in the front tire and you can like get another combo off with that. And then you are just, you got the tire and you can get another combo off with it's and then in kiwami 2 they're like okay yeah we need to and so it just falls apart after the first combo no that's fair Um, i guess yeah but it's it's so funny to me that like the most op thing in the game is a is a bicycle that's the most op weapon i can kill you you can get guns you can get bazookas you, you, yeah, you can get guns, you can get bazookas, you can get shotguns. I still did more damage with a bicycle. <laughs> you know, um, oh. there's a bit to the what? What is the bit? I'm reaching. Bear with me, I'm reaching. But you know the the Monty Python. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, you know the Yakuza are expecting guns and bazookas and like normal weapons, but the Yuk- <laughs> no one expects the bicycle Inquisition. <laughs> Nobody expects the random bicycle. Nobody. Oh my goodness! I I've been so excited to learn about the Yakuza series. I thank you, thank you so much for like, because I mean. Yes, you have been like texting me through this whole process and like giving me bits and pieces. Um, yeah. And I've been falling in love with these bits and pieces, but it's so good to like hear it all in like one chunk. Um, and now that I have like a clear picture, because honestly, all I saw was, uh, you know, in my brain, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, my two baby girls. I love them so much. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, my angsty baby girls. I love them so much. <laughs> Oh, and, and another thing um, that I just remembered is uh, in, in Kiwami, when, when Majima finds you like on the street, like if he sees you before you see him, mm-hmm. like you just hear him yell out from no matter how far away he is. He's just like, kid you, John, and like just starts running at you. <laughs> like he's so fucking excited. <sighs> me, honestly. <laughs> just like me for real, for real. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maybe Majima is just going to become my personality for the rest of my life. It's not a bad personality. Not a bad personality at all. And then I remember the wrestling thing, too, with the construction worker. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, you know, some people might tell you that Majima is a problematic fave, and you just got to tell them to uh, go away. Problematic? No. Just because he, like, you know, he, he likes to kill people and stab them. He's, he's a knife pervert. And so does... Wait a minute, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Majima's a knife pervert, 100%. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. All right. I was about to defend my boy, but I also I'm realized... I'm still going to defend him. <laughs> okay, so I'm still defending the boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't ready. <sighs> okay, there's going to be qualities of Majima that I adopt. <laughs> but not all of it. <laughs> Not king shaming um, or anything, however. Yeah. I, I'm going to uh, send you a picture here. Um, this is Majima, like, in the construction stuff. I this love guy it. In the, this guy in the blue shirt behind him, mm-hmm. um, he is the, the epitome of anxiety. Like, everything that Majima do, or Majima does, just stresses him out so bad. Just like me, for real, for real. 
Um, like there's there's a scene where um there are bombs throughout Kamarochu, and uh the whole like gang is like split up to you know disable them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a cutscene where like Majima is reading the like instructions for how to disarm it to this guy. Yeah. Um, and then like you find out he was just saying like ah, cut this wire, ah cut that wire. No idea what he was actually saying. Oh, like he was just my telling God. him stuff. And like when that guy finds out, he like. You know, like what? Yeah, I would absolutely, I would kill a man if you were just blatantly just yelling random instructions. Oh my god, nah, fair, just like me for real, for real. <laughs> I am both, he, I'm both Mogachima and not at the same time. Oh my god, <laughs> that art. Um, oh. I. So- I looked up uh, Majima construction to pull up some of the, those images for you, and there's one that uh, it like the little tag underneath it just says "extremely epic" with a hint of gay. Yep, and it is uh, Majima like pointing at himself with his thumb. Oh my um, god! It doesn't have it in the picture, but like the little like description on Google. I love to hear it. That's such a jacket, though. I need that jacket. Right? It's so good. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Jakey. This is incredible. Romy. Yes. You're incredible. You're a good bean. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Um, I know, and this, and we can cut this out of the app if we need to. And was it 9 o'clock that you had to feed your baby? Yeah, I do need to go soon. Jakey, you need to feed the baby. Yeah. Jakey got a new baby. Jakey got baby. Little baby go meow. <laughs> you go ah, <laughs> ah, ah. I'm small. I can't feed myself. Oh my goodness! Uh, the uh, I just saw a little baby puppy, like a German Shepherd puppy, but like the puppy that's like 11 weeks old and it's just a big idiot, little floppy baby. Yeah. I was dying like I, I I don't need another animal and I'm not a dog person, but I still love dogs. I just can't care for a dog. And yeah. so getting to see this like really dumb, fluffy, idiot, baby puppy dog was just so good for my soul. Heck yeah. You know, baby soft, baby extra skin, big ears. Oh, yeah. Doesn't care about oh, anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh. Has no knowledge. Does not care. Ah, uh, yes. So, is do you have any closing thoughts on the Yakuza series before we end the episode? Uh, I just want to say that, like, I'm definitely planning on uh, continuing the series, play, probably playing all of the the spinoffs as well. Yes. Um, and I know that I might n- might not have been the uh, the person to to represent this on the show, but I just I love these games so much already. You know, when you when you get through the other games. You know, we'll talk about it in post and see how it feels, but it might be a vibe to like have some like maybe by that point I'd have also played all the games. So we can just gush about it to each other to like Kingdom or Lewis. Yeah, that would be. Oh, you know what? And. uh, If we if we finish them before uh, the new one comes out, like we could play that on stream or something. (gasps) You're cooking. Jakey, you're cooking. Yeah. Oh, and then we could do. Oh, we could do. Ah, uh, uh, 
I have so many bits. I don't even know if any of what we're talking about is going to stay in the episode, but I hope if if it is that everyone's just as hype as we are getting right now. <laughs> ah! Goodness. Well, thank you again, Jakey. You're good. Thank being. you for having me on. Thank you for being here. Thank you for telling me that you wanted to talk about the Yakuza. Oh, I I had to talk about my my gay crime boys. My mm, gay crime boys. Um, they are they are my they are my uh, my rotten soldiers. <laughs> my sweet that whole cheese. ordeal. Yeah. Um, Jakey, where can people find you on the internet to talk to you about your sweet cheese rotten gay boys criminals? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on twitter.com at uh, Mr. Jakey Poo. Um, I'm on other social medias as Mr. Jakey Poo as well, but uh, Twitter's really the only one I'm active on. Unless you're my friend on, on TikTok, then I might send you too many of those. But I'm not really posting, so. You know, I'm not. <laughs> as somebody who receives a lot of Jakey TikToks, it is not a bad place to be. I highly recommend it. I'm just, I'm just helping you curate your your uh your algorithm yeah i'm curating your fyp for you i work in the shadows it's a a special feed it's the jakey feed the jakey feed jakey experience (laughs) oh my goodness uh you can also find me on that at i appreciate your butt at the twitter.com um i you know i used to tweet a lot more i think i now just tweet in spurts um but that's okay uh you could also find this podcast as a whole on twitter.com forward slash the hyperfix pod same on tumblr and tiktok and i think this is where i also plug in all of the plugs and post with all the patrons thank you to Offuscate at o-f-u-s-k-a-t-e for the intro and outro music you can find them on twitter instagram and soundcloud And also, thank you to the Moonshot Network. You can find them at twitch.tv forward slash Moonshot Network, twitter.com forward slash Moonshot Pods, or you can support them on Patreon and all the podcasts in the network at patreon.com forward slash Moonshot Network. Our patrons for this month who get a shout out on the podcast are Ver, Becky Scott Fairley, Ken, and Flo. Thank you so much for y'all's support and keep being awesome. Fuck it, I love you guys. <laughs> um, we love you, patrons. You good beans. We love you guys. You good beans. That's it. We did it. We did another episode. We did the dang thing. We did the dang thing. Be safe, everybody. Don't die. Drink your water. Um, I'm not saying do crime, but I am saying be gay, and that may include crime. I'm saying do crime. Be gay, do crime. Drink water. I'll be the bad influence. (laughs) Take your vitamins. Touch some grass, but not too much grass. Just enough. And badoop. Doodles. (laughs) All right.
journey to distant realms, explore the furthest reaches of the universe, survive deadly dangers, experience matters of the heart, and more in a new actual play podcast. Join me, Audrey, that's right, just me, as I play tabletop games designed for one player. From journaling games to tarot games, to even games that take me outside, I'm bringing you along for the ride. Join me for every episode of Alone at the Table.